If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Hello and welcome to our world with your host, Netboy and Doc. Before I go to Net, I got to say two things. Net, congratulations on your degree, my friend. Thank you, man. Hard fought battle. And number two, breaking news Sean Spicer is out as the press secretary of the White House. I haven't seen him since he hid in the bushes that time. Yeah, well, he resigned. Oh, he resigned. Yeah, I guess there's so much shit you can tolerate, and he finally, even he, reached his limit. So yeah, that, after a while, you can't. So you have to have stand for something after a while. Yeah, yeah, you got to be able to look in that mirror. I, I still think that he stuck around and said enough bullshit that he his pass is he never gets a pass for the rest of his life. He's got to watch where he eats. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, he he made he he said too many lies and he backed too many Trump statements. Yep. You know what? You lay down with the devil or dogs, and you will get fleas. It's the bottom line. He, he's going to get what he deserves as far as that goes. So, how are you, my friend? Everything good. A little under the weather, which sucks in the summer, but I'm all good. Everything's good. Okay. Well, you know. I, same sad tale that I've been telling for a couple of weeks now. The weather down here is fucking atrocious. We got a real feel of 114, and I did not stutter. This is this is outrageous, man. We're not getting any breaks. It's just hot, heat after heat after heat. Man, it's like, where, where the fuck did I? Did I wake up on a different planet? Because this is abnormal, even for... Like North Carolina, this is abnormal, man. Yeah, that's insane. I was in my car the other day. There was 107, so I can imagine what 114 feels like. Man, you know what? I have a rule. I, I hope I never have to get pushed to this. I see people all the time with this uh, this atrocious heat, and they drive with their windows down. And yeah, I'm that's saying, crazy. You trying to be cute, cute, or you insane? Listen, I don't give a fuck what you got to do. You get that AC working, man. That's a part of the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people are too cheap. Maybe they only got like $2 of gas in their car. You know what? I will burn the gas. I don't <laughs> give a rat's ass, man, because I need heat in the winter, yeah. and I need AC in the summer. Same with me. I even installed the, well, I got installed the automatic starter so I can have the car cool when I get in. 
Yeah, I, I'm so glad that I already have that. And it's on my, uh, my, my key fob. Yeah. I just press it from the bedroom window or the deck, and bing, bang, boom. Especially in the winter. You get in that yeah. car in the winter, and that shit is like <laughs> two degrees because it's been sitting out all night long. Yeah, I tell people that's a, that's a great invention. Whoever invented automatic starters, kudos to you. Now, I also want to say, man, yesterday I got heartbreaking news. I am a huge fan of Lincoln Park. Oh, okay. And Chester Bennington uh, committed suicide. And I, I cannot for the life of me understand that kind of hopeless pain that a person can be in where, I, I, I guess I said it, where they feel hopeless. Your money can't save you. Your friends can't save you. You don't see nothing but doom and gloom where you have to end it. Uh, you know, but I usually come down on people that commit suicide because I hold on so dearly to life. It's one of the few things that you really own is your life. But I guess this just hurt me because I'm such a big fan. And that fucking Hybrid Theory album that they made back in 2000 is something that I still play today. So it's like a part of my life. And Ned, I don't know if you if you even like uh, that kind of music, but if you're going to ever listen to an album from like an alternative kind of rockish band, Hybrid Theory is one of the best ones ever made by anybody who ever walked this planet. Check it out right now. Yeah, that album is so good that it went diamond. Now, you know when you go diamond... That's 10 million plus sales. Yep. That's some shit. Now, you know what they also did? If nobody else likes anything else by them, I got one song that everybody will like by them. They did one of the original huge mashups with Jay-Z. It's called Numb and Encore. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Okay, well, I don't know if you ever heard the mashup with them in it. Uh, I think he performed with them before. Yeah, he's done it live. It's, it's it's awesome. It's awesome because the way Chester blends in with Jay rapping, you would think that it was one complete song and not two different songs all together. Yeah. But, you know, with that being said about Chester, we had a week this week, man, of insanity. Yeah, some, some, sometimes it's slow weeks, sometimes it's good weeks. This week is, is, is fire, my friend, fire. Now I wanna I wanna uh, ask you a question. Have you ever been to St. Martin's? No, uh, my other half went, but I didn't go. Okay, well, uh, I wanted to talk about this, and I forgot to do this, but it seems like tourists like to stand behind jet engines that land on the island. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tourist attraction. Or have the plane fly, you know, the plane flies right over the beach. So you could be directly under a jet engine. Now, both of these things I have no desire to ever do. Mm-hmm. A young lady last week, the fucking uh, power from the jet engine blew her ass over. And she wound up obviously cracking her face against concrete. And she's yeah. now 23 years old and dead. Yeah, I saw that. That was insane. Because I don't know, they try to hold on to the fence, but you're gonna, you have an option 
you're going to lose your grip most likely. And then they had those concrete pillars behind them that separates the beach. Somebody was like, oh, maybe they should move the concrete pillars. I was like, maybe the people should read the signs that says, do not do this. Yes, you know what? Stay the fuck away. What? Put it this way. You save your money all year long to go on a night vacation. So you got seven days or whatever on a Caribbean island, sun, fun, bikinis, hooking up, blah, 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 good food. You also need the heat of a fucking jet engine. I mean, isn't that St. Martin's fucking sun hot enough for you? <laughs> I mean, damn. You know, I, say I go to Dominican Republic, Virginia, I mean, uh, Las Vegas or someplace like that, Florida, Miami. Do I need to also put my head in a fucking pizza oven? No. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the same. I don't know. People are idiots. You know what? There should be a new – we we should just have one building. The city can make millions of dollars. One apartment in every project building. You leave it empty. And all these fucking daredevils who want to do stupid shit, they can rent a, 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 a furnished bedroom in a fucking project of their choosing for a week. That'll knock all this fucking uh, adventure shit right out of their system. Yeah, they'll probably like it. You know what? Well, uh, when the elevator is broken and you coming in from a club at two o'clock, <laughs> uh, that shit'll knock. That'll knock that shit right out of you. And when you see Raekwon and his boys puffing a, a, a blunt and drinking a, a, some brews on the stairs at three o'clock, and everybody's giving you that eye, like you uh, dinner. <laughs> You, you'll, you'll stop all this bullshit wanting to jump from roof to roof and all the foolishness. Knock it right out of you. Yeah, everyone thinks they're invincible. Man, oh, uh, yeah, like we said, this is this is a week that gave, and it gave hardcore style. Michael Vick's career advice to Colin Kaepernick, cut your afro. What do you think about this? Oh, Michael Vick went to prison for almost two years for running a dog fighting ring, and he, and he had cornrows. And when he came out of jail, he still got a job. So, Colin Kaepernick, who who's trying to stand for something, like I said on the last show, when they told him that he sat down during the national anthem, wasn't right because it was for the veterans. So he took one knee instead, and he's still getting punished. It has nothing to do with his damn hair. Yes. You know what? I'm going to agree 100%. It's not the hair because nobody's been calling for NBA players, NFL players who had dreads to cut their dreads. That's not scaring white America anymore. Yep. It's that Collins stood up, and they don't want to hear the issue. You're rich. You're privileged. We don't want to hear about any fucking issues from you. You understand? Um, yep. Now, what I will say is that Michael Vick fucked up. This was horrible, horrible advice from one black man to another black man. You I'm could pretty tell, sure Charlie Kaepernick was not listening to Michael Vick. No. There's a lot of things that you could tell somebody, but don't, I mean, this is the day and age where you got a lot of black people, Hispanic people, they're trying to be cultural. 
they're actually, there's a movement. Let's go natural and shit like that. Yep. Now, you just told, so why the fuck didn't he just tell them, slick your hair back, you know, like the 1950 white guys? You should have just told him, get, why don't you get a uh, hipster hairdo? <laughs> he would have been better off saying, Colin Kaepernick just needs to change his name. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And pretend that you're somebody you're not. Yeah. You know, so that's fucking Then insane. he backtracked it. I mean, that's the, that's the thing I don't, I don't like with people. If you said it, you shouldn't mean what you say. And if you didn't mean it, then you shouldn't have said it. So don't try to backtrack when everyone gets upset about it. What happened was he, he gave like 2.6 seconds of real thought to it. And when his Instagram, I guess that's the big one now, is Twitter and Instagram turned on him like a rabid dog. He couldn't handle that. Because you know what, Michael? You got a father that's in, right now getting ready to go on trial for being a fucking heroin distributor. You, you've you got nothing to say to nobody. I mean, your fucking brother's a multiple felon, you're a felon, and your father's a felon. It's, nobody wants to hear from the Vic men. Yep. You know, the only Vic people want is when some wintertime come, put some of that shit on your chest or your neck. Other than yeah, that, nobody... People boycotted Vic when he backed up Roethlisberger, was it? Mm-hmm. They didn't want him in Pittsburgh, but I didn't see the Pittsburgh owner saying, oh, we can't take Michael Vick because them people outside protested. But meanwhile, how many teams are there in the NFL? 32. So 32 NFL teams, and not one of them besides Seattle called, gave Colin Kaepernick any chance, and Seattle just basically crapped on them too. Yeah, they they, they actually... I don't like what Seattle did most, more than what the other teams ignored them. Yeah. Seattle made themselves look good for five minutes. Yeah, they brought in a, a, a bum. Yeah, it wasn't like they, they brought him in and even gave him an evaluation, a tryout. Okay, we want to run you through some drills. They might have brought him a cup of coffee at the airport and put him right back on the same fucking plane. Yeah. You know? So, I guess that's where we stand there. Well, you know, we we can't sit here and and and, and ignore the juice. The juice is loose. Did you watch any of the uh, parole hearing? I took an extended lunch hour to watch that. I'm gonna tell you now, man. I watched it. Right now, I watched it up to the point where they broke. I guess yeah. they said we're gonna go now and deliberate and blah blah blah. Yeah, that was only an hour and five minutes. I swear that felt like ten hours. <laughs> OJ has got to be one of the dumbest motherfuckers that I've ever seen in my life. Oh, so he probably was saying the same thing when he started talking. And I was like, "Dude, just answer the questions as short as possible." And I'm yelling at my, at my phone. Stop going all into this. Just answer the, what they asked you. OJ, you know what? OJ is what they say he is. OJ's a psychopath. That motherfucker was given, at one point, he gave them a look like, I will cut all four of you motherfuckers' throats. Yeah, I think when the lady said that he was, the commissioner said he has alcohol problems, and he's like, 
ain't got no fucking alcohol problem. It looked like he wanted to say, I ain't got no fucking alcohol problem. The look that he gave his lawyer. Yeah, and, and his lawyer, you know, I was saying to myself, his lawyer, I know it's kind of dangerous to do that to a guy like OJ, but you want to reach under the table and pinch the shit out of him like, shit. Sounds like oh, kick him or something. <laughs> yeah, why do we keep hitting the chains? Because I'm kicking my fucking client. <laughs> because, you know what? I thought OJ was literally going to talk his way out of parole yesterday. Same thing I thought. But then I, I, I kept thinking, someone did, or CNN, I think they said, well, maybe he spoke like that because he think he was technically innocent and didn't deserve 9 to 33. Now, I would say 33-year sentence was a crappy uh, sentence for him because the person that actually had the gun, I think, got 21 months. The person that set it up didn't get any time. He got immunity. And the other person who actually slapped around the guy, I think he did six months or got probation. Oh, we, we all know that he got over-sentenced. There was no yeah. justice. There was no justice in 94 when he got off. On yeah, the he double got murder. sentenced for the murders, basically. He got no justice when he went to court in 2008 and got the sentence. We know that. Yep. The t- only time justice really was served was yesterday when they actually let him out on probation, parole. Mm-hmm. So... You know, now, I I will say this. I've been saying this on my Facebook. Because I think OJ is a class A idiot, I see OJ actually dying in somebody's prison at some point. There's no fucking way he's going to toe the line on the conditions of parole. That's just in my mind. Because Well, even if he goes back in, he only has to serve until 2022. Oh, yeah, only until he's 70 fucking five years old. <laughs> 75, yeah. Who says he got another three-year bid in him? I mean, somebody said this the other day, and I wish I could give them credit for this, because I, but I forget the name. They said that their mother used to always say, here today, gone today. No. OJ's not guaranteed no more than anybody else on this planet to be alive October 1st, 2017. Mm-hmm. We don't have those guarantees. Okay, you got a a, a, a a credit card in your wallet that guarantees you a certain amount of credit, but we don't have that for life. So, you know, OJ right now, if he if he doesn't take the pina colada, golf, chill out route, then I'm already saying screw him. But now he's just you know, he just be a joke for the rest of life. You remember Casey Anthony, the lady that was on trial for killing her, suspected of killing her two-year-old, four-year-old daughter? Yeah, what is she up to? Two years ago? Exactly. She did, she's out, and you ha- you've, I've seen two pictures of her caught outside in Florida, but you haven't heard anything from her. Yeah, but you know what? OJ o- needs to use her uh, playbook. Yes. But OJ maybe never heard. If you, if you see OJ on the streets, I can see people say, you murderer, like trying to egg him on because they know he's on parole. But you want to know something? He, OJ knew how to handle that. Think about it. For 14 years, he knew how to handle that. And it didn't stop him. He was still out to dinner. He was in, think about it. OJ was in the paper almost every fucking day for those 14 years. Yep. If, if I was OJ, I would get security. If it wasn't because of dating, 
you you know what security would be kind of good in this day and age because at least it'd be somebody there to vouch. But here's yeah. the difference. There was no TMZ at that time either. So now oh TMZ gonna be up his ass. But yep. here, here's the difference between even 2008 and today. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has a camera. Everybody. Somebody OJ's age got cameras on their phone. So, you know, if I was him, Please. don't do any fucking reality television. Don't do, like he's sitting there laughing. Maybe I'll do a blog or a vlog. No, don't do any of that. <laughs> but any job he gets, he'll have to, well, he would have to figure out how not to use his name on it because the Goldmans would get that money. You know what? You do it like this. You get perks. Take perks instead of cash. Have them pay for the for the home you live in. Have them pay for the cars, vacations. I'll give you, uh, what do you call it, uh, expenditures. But, yeah, there's definitely ways around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? Celebrities know that better than most, man. They, they That's why they hire those fucking lawyers that that dude sitting there with the big round bubble head, bald head next to him, that fucking guy is probably about three, four, five thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. That ain't no seven fifty billing a client. No. But he that, has it. They said earlier, um I was watching something on the news, they said he gets twenty five thousand dollars a month for the NFL. So twenty five thousand times that by twelve, which is that gives him $300,000 a year, and you times that by nine, which is the nine years he served, he's sitting on $2.7 million. And they said that doesn't even include his uh, – he might have millions from his SAG contract from the movies he did. And on top of it, that's money that can't be touched in, in, in uh, litigation because of – he was smart to move to Florida from California. So he gets, when he gets out of the job, he's a walking millionaire. Right. And then on top of it, let's not forget, OJ will, and this is almost a guarantee, OJ will do signings. And those signings will be packed. Okay. I mean, we're talking around the fucking line. He's like a walking Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. OJ will, I mean, naturally, they're going to have to have a lot of rules and regulations. No OJ won't sign anything like plastic knives. <laughs> gloves. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. no gloves, no plastic knives, no fucking Ron uh, Goodman or, or, or Nicole Brown Simpson mask. Nothing like that. I do think I've seen um, Ron Goldman's dad on Good Morning America the other day, and he was talking. And I'm like, all right, I can understand you think that this guy killed your son. The courts found him innocent, so that charge got wiped away. It's been 20 years. You, you're you holding on to something for 20 years that you're not allowing. I don't think you're personally allowing yourself to grow because you're still stuck in 95. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you I, know. I know it's murder and you can't get past OJ's walking the street, but there's nothing physically you can do. The man was found innocent. Yeah, you have to at some point, even the most painful things that happen to us in life, 
We can't eat them daily because they'll start eating us away from inside. You know, we, we're going to lose people in this life. Some are going to be tragic. Some are going to be to illness. Some is just going to be to old age. Shit's going to happen. It's how you That's deal with it. I said, take OJ, for example. OJ has two kids by Nicole who they probably believe he killed their mother. Like, how, how is that situation? You have two kids that you have to, well, they was living with him before he got his, the arrest in Nevada. So what do you say to those two kids? Mm. And I was like, let's just say on a whim, let's say he didn't do the murder. Let's just say it was some, someone else. So now in everyone's mind, he is the murderer. But it's supposed to be in a court of law once you're judged by your jury or whatever. That's supposed to subside, and you're supposed to be able to go back into your regular life. Uh, listen, there's, we both know, anybody with any little bit of semblance of intelligence know, there is no, I wouldn't trade places. I don't even know what a regular life of O.J. Simpson is. It hasn't been regular in 23 years since 94. 94. You know, it's it's insane. But we have other insanity this week. Mr. Mike Tarico, who is a darker man than myself. He says not black, huh? You there, Ned? Yeah, he's he that's insane. I think he just wants to be We were talking about self-hatred on the last show. Yes. So if you're not black and you believe that you're 100% Italian of all things, I, I need to see your parents. Okay, here's the problem. And it, it, this is simple with Mike Tirico. Mike Tirico loves his mother. And if you're a normal son, you should love your mother. He trusts his mother. His mother fucked the milkman. The postman, some black delivery dude, has been telling him his whole life that that Italian man is his father. <laughs> that Italian man is not his father. This brother who fucked his mother, he ran off because he was just a, you know, booty. And see, this is part of the reason that Mike Teresa's dad, more than likely, now this is just a guess, left so early. Back in those days, those old Italian men wasn't divorcing like that. But he was like, you know, as my son gets crispier and crispier, how the fuck do I, you know, stomach this every night? There is no fucking way. I don't care what kind of pictures and who he said he, he knows in his family. Trust me, behind closed doors, they be like, we know that that's not your daddy. It's easy. He all he has to do is go get a uh, one of those ancestry tests or twenty three and Me, some form of DNA test to prove that dude you're not one hundred percent Italian. He well, you know your what? dad is, is is your dad is not Italian. Let's put it like that. No, mama's baby, papa's maybe, and in this case, Mister Tarico, that was not your sperm on that egg. 
Oh, you I, was adopted, and they didn't never tell you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but Mike Tirico <laughs> is upper fifties. He's got to be yeah, more 15. fucking intelligent than this. Yep. Now, just, I'm looking at his uh, bio, and it says mom is Debbie Tirico, and dad is. Oh no, sorry, that's his wife. Said his dad is Donald Tirico, and his mom is Maria Tirico. Okay, now Maria sounds very Italian. <laughs> Dan, Dan is not. Uh, Maury Povich can step in and and solve this problem for everybody, and, and Mike wouldn't even have to spend a dime. And trust me, Mike is not taking no fucking DNA test. He doesn't. He wants to keep this. I mean, and he's not impressing anybody. Well, tell me he, a black Italian. Okay, you got some dark ones who come from Sicily, but yeah. they're not brother dark. See, think about it. Mike Tirico is dark without needing the sun. Yep. Okay, when you're dark and you don't need the sun, it, it he's, he's insane. Now he does have a hairline of a white guy, though. Oh, uh, you got oh, okay. Well, don't, don't give him some stuff. There's a couple of pictures where he was very pale, but it could have been the lighting of the camera. The lighting. You know, yeah, shit, yeah. shit happens. So, but you know what? I see Mike Tirico enough on those NFL broadcasts. I never looked at that and said, hey, that's a white guy. I said, he's wearing a white guy's hairdo. <laughs> you know, because most of us will not do that fucking ball spot, that U-horn thing. We won't do it. Yeah. I mean, he just don't want to admit mama stepped out. It's cool. Now, okay, I just want to talk some television real quick. I'm up to date with power. Power is good. I like where it's going. I watch Claws. Claws is fucking outstanding. If you hear my voice, please watch Claws. You, I, I, I state my reputation on Claws right now. Yeah, I have it on my list. After I started watching Glow, so after Glow is over, I'll watch Claws. Glow is that about the ladies of wrestling? Yeah, it's a, it's a Netflix series. It's called Glow, and it's, I think the acronym is Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah. Okay, because that used to be, you know, Glow used to be a weekly TV show about, but it was like a highly scripted women's oh, wrestling. So I guess league. this is what it's based on. Okay. I wonder if they're using the same characters in just a reboot, because this was from like 20, 25 years ago. Well, now, they're, they're, it's based in, the, um, it looks like the time is about late, early 80s. Okay, then maybe? it's the same. It's, they pick it up from there. Okay. Okay. Now, I am watching this show, Snowfall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snowfall or Snowflake? Which one is this? Snowflake. I'm sorry. I think it's Snowfall. Oh, okay. Well, it's the John Singleton series on FX. And I, I, I you're not up to date with this, are you? No, no, I didn't even start it yet because you said it's better to wait. Okay. Uh, you said they was like on episode three or something, right? Yes, I think last night might have been episode four. But I just want to say, something happens in this series that you have never, ever, in the, and that's hard to say, in the history of national television happens in this show. It's fucking oh. mind-blowing. And that's all I'm going to say about it. All right. Uh, definitely go check that out, too. Is the show picking up steam? Yes, but there is so many subplots and plots that 
you you just kind of want to, you know, see some of these shows I wish I found after the season was over so I could eat them, like in a marathon session. Yeah, yeah. So and I didn't have to wait them. week to week. I think we've, we've become spoiled with the binging of shows. Right, right. You know what? Netflix fucks you up with that. So when you got to do this uh, uh, episodic every week thing, it kills you sitting there. You're right, like a small brat. <laughs> I was, right, now I'm sitting back going like this to myself. Is there anywhere that I can find, like, uh, power for the next five weeks so I could just watch it? Watch it. <laughs> Now I used to work, I used to work at a magazine that did the TV guide, and it probably did, used to be your TV guide. We used to do the TV guides for all of Manhattan, mm-hmm. and I used to get to take home tapes of show. This was V, VHR, you know, VCR, no fucking DVDs, no, you know, none of that kind of stuff existed back then. Yep. So I would get. Like, they would get, some of the writers there would have to do reviews. And so when they would do a review on a show, they would get them like eight at a clip. So I was able to actually go home and take home, like, brand new shows and watch the first eight episodes. And they'd be like, just return the tape. (laughs) I used to love that. Yeah, that's I would love that. that. That sounds cool. But now I know with the TV shows, they even up for awards. I think they just send certain segments, unlike movies, who when they up for awards, they have to send the whole um, movie out. Hmm. So that's why they get uh, pirated for like when the Oscar season comes around. Oh yeah, well what happens is Oscar season, those screeners, every good movie that you have not seen, there's a torn for every fucking one of those movies uh, at screeners. You figure after November. You know, uh, and I think some of those movies are, I, I don't think some of those movies would suck to say, uh, I could sit in the theater and watch. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I come to think of terms. There's no really, there's almost no aspect of our lives. That's not racist. <laughs> think about it. Even bootlegging <laughs> is racist. You can't find a black movie bootlegged anywhere. You can oh, yeah. find the shittiest <laughs> white movie bootleg the day before it comes out. Yep. But a black movie, you might as well just wait for the fucking DVD to come out. And I don't care how big a black movie it is. You know? Yeah, you're not going to get the best man holiday uh, before it come out. No, no, you're not, you're not even going to get... You've got to wait nine months for it to uh, come out on DVD. You're not even going to get a good copy of Tupac. They'll put one out if you're lucky, and it's going to be shit. Yeah, it's going to be a... Yeah, but Logan, Logan's going to be perfect <laughs> HD copy. Yep. <laughs> and they know where the money is, especially overseas, China. They say overseas is not a market for uh, black movies. That's why someone like uh, Kevin Hart always trying to put himself out there overseas to try to build up that market because they say that we're not leading men over there. Yeah, now... Ladies. Come to think of Kevin, Kevin comes out with a little controversy this week. And me personally, I, I'm not his fucking wife, so I don't personally care. That's on him and his pregnant wife, what went on in that car, 5 a.m. I just know that I wouldn't be 
in a car without my wife with a chick at 5 a.m. Yeah, that's, that's tough to explain. And, and, and you know what? Especially since Kevin's – now, Kevin's image when it comes to being a good, faithful guy is, 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 is tainted to begin with because his wife now was his mistress to his first wife. Yeah. You know, but what disturbs me is he's doing the same shit that Steve Harvey did. You can't be a cheater. Well, I guess you can be a cheater. And then you make books about being, you know, a vice, a vice books on relationships. And then it pisses me off that these guys, because of their celebrity status, get to make millions and millions and millions more. And they have no faithfulness whatsoever to the women that they're with. It's kind of crazy to me. And that people will fight and defend. I remember people were defending Steve Harvey's book. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Steve Harvey, for, I'm like, all right, all right. You've been married three times or four times. You finally got it right. But what the fuck happened those other three times? Well, let's not forget. Steve Harvey, wife two. No, wife three was the woman he was cheating on wife two with. So So it's a cycle. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like I said, I got no problem. The only problem that I really have with Kevin Hart is that Kevin's heart, and I'm going to give him a thumbs up and a thumbs down at the same time. He's so fucking large that he's a comedian who gets a sneaker. But if this isn't the shittiest, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That Kevin Hart or Hustle Hart trainer is the ugliest fucking sneaker I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it looks like it's kind of a sock and a boot and a shoe. I don't know what it is. It's horrendous. If, you, if Kevin Hart came by right now and dropped me off 10 pair, I'll send him back out the door with them fucking 10 pair. But that's like, the, it's the way that these niggas look now. The the Kevin Durant's. That's what basically what it looked like. Kevin Durant's, Kobe Bryant's. Well, then they all could go fuck themselves because they're horrible. <laughs> I don't want no damn. First of all, I don't need a sneaker that goes up all the way to my calf. What am I, mountain climbing? Yeah, Kobe has one like that. I don't need a, I'm too short. It'll make me, I don't know how this short ass wear They make you look freaky. Like you got some kind of uh, you know, leg problems. I don't, I don't need no braces. <laughs> so it's it's a horrible. Now we we go on to another brother who had a rough week, and this one I would never do. Net, I would never do this. Usher's paying one point million dollars to settle a lawsuit. Woman claims he gave her herpes. Now, if I didn't give you fucking herpes, I would fight you to the day I died to protect my reputation. Oh, yeah. If you don't have it, then, yeah, you would you would do that. But obviously you got it because you settled it. I mean, you know, now... Uh, you, don't need a, you don't even need a lawyer for that to go to court. Or you go to court, show them your hospital bills, say you don't have hospital bills, your, his, your, your history of your medical health, that you don't have herpes, and then Kate dismissed. Well, obviously, Usher's got a dirty dick, and he's passing it around because, I mean, I don't know how anybody else who doesn't have herpes even bothers with him after this. I mean, if you just yeah. set... If like you, he's married now. Well, I mean, shit, that woman, too. Fuck, man. I mean, damn. 
Sell out for the money? Wow. Fucking $1.1 million for a bank. I mean, that's a lot of money for some sex, man. Yeah. And what about your reputation? Yeah, because now it's out there that you have herpes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You pulling up at the club, you know, you got all your songs and you're doing your your cool-ass moves. And the chick is like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What about that uh, filthy-ass dick you got? Well, I'll wear a condom. See, now that that woman gets what she deserves. (laughs) See, because the thing is, all he's supposed to... Now, having herpes doesn't mean that you can't sleep with people. He's just supposed to let you know if you're willing to take, you know, roll the dice with me. Yeah. You know, if you're willing to roll the dice and let me mess up that poon for the rest of his life, then come on, sweetheart, let's rock and roll. It's crazy because I, when I was reading the story, they said one out of six people has it. I'm like, yo, that's fucking scary. I'm going to tell you now, man. I, I don't know if it's the Capricorn in me or what it is. I'm a loyal motherfucker. Always have been, always will be. I'm a one-woman kind of guy. I get what I need from that one woman or I don't deal with that one woman. Mm-hmm. When I was single, I've had this conversation with my wife because I had to have this conversation with my wife. When I was single, I made sure that I stayed single for until I was ready to not be single, and I was a filthy whore. <laughs> no ifs, ands, and buts about it. I was a skanky, filthy, dirty whore bag. That's what I was. But when I get in a relationship, I you know what? Women are complex enough to learn one. I can't mix four and five and try to figure those lies and this and personalities. Yeah. It's just not me. You know, I got buddies who do that all the time. A lot of them, they seem to be miserable. You know, I, I like being able to come home say, I know you, you know me, you know what I like, I know what you like, blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's tag team partner up and make this work. But I'm not going to act single when I'm in a relationship. I ran. I made sure that I ran hard enough that I wasn't giving up anything by the time I knew I was getting married. I didn't have yeah, anything to give up. Make sure you get That's why I don't, I don't believe people should get married 21, 22. No. I think no one should get married before 25. I think 25, then, okay, you should think about it. But if you're younger than 25, I don't think you should get married unless it's like a a religious thing you're doing is you know y'all going to be together forever because that's your faith. You, you know what? I'm agree with you 100% there. That me personally, I because I did it, I don't think that you should actually even date dead serious until you're about 25 or older because you must have that run time. Think about it. Say a guy is 18 years old or a woman is 18. They hook up in a serious relationship. They never get those 22 to 24 years to pass just clubbing, hanging out with the girls, nobody calling, where you going, when you coming back. None of that shit. We all had that period in our lives where we could just free. Think about it. You just came under the control of your parents. You finally had your own money to spend. Nobody's telling you what to do. So if you wanted to go out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, shit, you did it, right? Yep. 
but not if you got if you already hooked up and living with somebody. Now you just went from answering to mommy and daddy to answering a woman or a woman answering to a man. You need yeah, that free you, time. You never had no form of independence ever. Exactly. You know, so you need that time to actually do some running. And when you when you start getting tired of running, that's when you let your emotions more they start developing a little bit more. You start saying, at, at twenty one, females might be a little different. I don't think guys know what the hell they want at twenty one. You don't even know what career path you really want. No, yeah, yeah. How can you say you want to be with this one person for the rest of your life? You, you if you if you a guy like me, you spend so much time running with the fucking guys at twenty one. You spend so most of that time is running with other males. And I'm talking. Yeah, about, that's one of the things I hear all the time. People always say, "Well, he doesn't know how to not hang out with his friends." Uh, he's twenty fucking four. Yeah, you know what? You're not gonna put it this way. Unless you're in a loony bin, a loony tune type. And I, I will admit this. I was one of those 20-year-olds who would do a whole day of work, then hang out with the guys sometimes to 3, 4 in the fucking morning with no path. The only thing that we knew we was going to do is grab some food and drink a lot of beer. And then I would do this again tomorrow. And, do, and then, you know what? When I got around 32, 33... I was like, fuck that nonsense. I don't even want to be associated with that. Now, if you want to hang out with me, we go to a bar, you go your way, I go my way. Yeah. Because, first of all, you know what? Old lions get pushed off corners by new cubs. So, after a while, you don't want the block because everybody's not on the block anymore. Yep. You know? Yeah, and I'm only 30, what am I, 34? Five and I go past my block sometime and I don't see, I don't see any of my old friends like still hanging out. It may yeah, be they, a couple, but those are the block guys. Right, but the other ones they're here. They're shit. Some of the wind has blown them in other states. Yep. Some mm-hmm. people are in and some people are out. That's it. Now, I've seen a, a amazing uh, story earlier this week. Now it's funny because I don't really believe it. But a plane evacuated because a passenger passed gas. Oh, yeah, I did see that story. Even though the the airline said it wasn't true, it was evacuated for another reason. But, of course, they would say that. Yeah, it it was some kind of mechanical problem probably in the shitter. Now, I will say this. I remember a couple of weeks ago I told everybody that I was on Amtrak, and I was like, basically, don't take Amtrak. My wife had told me that I forgot that this, okay, every Amtrak, there's two bathrooms. So it's not like a bus. You you got these two bathrooms on every car. Yeah. Man, about four hours into the ride, man, one of those bathrooms was like being, like you were sitting in a porta potty. Oh, no, that's, that's disgusting. Now, me, I, I, I'm, I'm very conscious of this. I always watch what I eat before I fly. Always. Like somebody said, why would you watch what you eat before you fly? Because one, I don't want to be that guy. With, first of all, that, that compressed air always gives me a stomachache. <laughs> so I get the stomachache. I cannot shit in that little bathroom. That's not going to happen. The only way I'm shitting in the airplane bathroom is if the shit is literally running down my leg. <laughs> okay, so that's my options. Either shit on myself 
for that bathroom. I'm not going in that little bathroom. Yeah, I never shit in that bathroom. I don't even want to pee in that bathroom, so. Yeah, but I got to do that, man, because, you know, I, I drink water and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, you have to get up and go, but I just hate that. It's, it's tight in there. Oh, yeah, it's tight. First of all, I, I, I don't want to be that person. I would swear to God that every passenger on there would hear me, and and, and I just can't handle that. But I'm just saying. We, we flew somewhere, and all my friends, they didn't reserve their seat like I did in the vents. They all got put in the last row. Oh, man, right next to the shitter, huh? <laughs> yep. Now, me personally, like I was saying, I don't – I watch what I eat. Like, I love Mexican food. I would never eat rice and beans before I got on a flight. It's just not, not the <laughs> night before either because I I think one time I did fart on a plane. <laughs> and I said, man, that was – it. and always when you do the public fart, the, the, the elevator fart, the bus fart, the car fart, those are always the worst farts that you've ever laid in your life. And one thing about passing gas, unless you're just playing a game with the guys and nobody gives a fuck, you're going to get this guilt that washes over you. And you say, yep. everybody's looking at me. <laughs> Especially if you look, you know when it's bad, when you have to lift one of your legs up a little. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like to let the air go. And so I'm very guarded about, you know, and when I read this story, that's the first thing that crossed my mind. I was like, damn, you know, and men, I guess women too, men don't give a fuck where they shit. I was in Walmart Monday, Monday I was in Walmart. So I go in Walmart and they usually have this real clean bathroom in the back. I go in the bathroom, both of the, the urinals got plastic bags on them. Oh. I say, so now I got to go into one of the toilet areas. And I hate even going in there because now if somebody walks through, it looks like I just came out. I think he took a shit, yep. <laughs> yeah. One of the toilets is full of shit. You make oh. So now, but I got to piss bad. It's piss, so I got too far a <laughs> drive to go home without peeing. So I go to the back one, I pee. That one stopped up. So and then I made a mistake. Little Spanish guy's coming in to clean when I'm leaving. And I said, hey, man, good luck in there. It looked like a bomb went off. And he just laughed at me. I was like, this motherfucker's blaming me. That's not me in there. I didn't do that. I promise you, I did not do that. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's that's horrible. Oh, yeah, man. It's That's one of the reasons why I hate public restrooms. No, man. I mean, I, I have my buddies. I remember my old job. We would go out to eat for lunch, and all four of them, say five of us going to lunch, and it was like a line. They would all go to the bathroom. Oh, I was like, is there ever a day that one of y'all can make it to your own home? It's like, no, no, this is like. Was, friend that was shit anywhere. He doesn't care. He'll 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 go in the store while you're at the urinal just farting and shitting at the same time. I was like, dude. <laughs> And see, I don't those, know you. We are not that close. And those are the type of people that try to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to have a conversation at the urinal either. So no, no, I don't. You know what? Once we go in that bathroom, until we exit, it's a leave me the fuck alone, and I'll leave you alone type situation. Yep. People laugh at me all the time at work. I can't, I don't even if, but I got to pee. I don't. They be like, why you just go to the bathroom? I can be like, such and such just waiting there. That I don't want to have a conversation. Yeah, you I know don't what? want to talk to you at the urinal. No, you know what? Unless two guys are getting ready to get busy, 
I don't think two dudes with their dicks in their hands supposed to be having any kind of conversation. Yeah. I mean, because nobody's thinking about it in that way. He's yeah, got his dick in his too. hand, and you got your dick in your hand, and you're conversating like this is – no, there's nothing to say right now. I walked in the job after this guy had his hands on his hips at the urinal. I'm like, so, so you just unzip and pee. <laughs> I do that at home from time to time. Yeah, at home, but not in a uh, work bathroom. <laughs> you stay at the toilet like you Superman. <laughs> Come on, he was on. He was on his cell phone. Hmm. So well, should have dropped in the urinal. No, no, no. I no. I could. There's no call that's that important that I can't. I mean, think about it. you only urinating for twenty, thirty seconds, and if it's a great urine, forty five. I think. <laughs> I think the call could go to your voicemail. You call him right back when you go. Yeah. Like, oh my god, dude. Maybe that's the way to not having to wash his hands. Man, you know, we, we talked about OJ. I, I watched a DVD this weekend, this week. It's called The Life and Crimes of Doris Payne. Doris Payne, the reason I know she, everybody probably heard of Doris Payne. She's like some 80-year-old lady that got uh, arrested this week for shoplifting. Oh. And she's a jewel thief. Man, I wish that I didn't watch this. It was interesting finding out about her life. But the bitch is so twisted. She's a sociopath or a psychopath. She steals other people's shit and been doing this since the 50s. And there is zero remorse in this lady. This one scene at the end where she gives a look to like you, me, and everybody that's looking that lets you know her true, true character. Because, you know, they say the soul, the eyes are window to the soul. And her eyes gave that look like, if I could steal your fucking heart out your chest, I'll take it. And I was like, wow, look at this old lady. 86 years old. She's still out there stealing shit. Yeah, I don't know what they, people, I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. Well, did you hear about these kids? Well, I can't say they're kids. They could be uh, 20-something-year-old guys in Florida. They watched that fucking man drown. Oh, yeah, the disabled man on a mentally challenged guy. Yeah, and didn't even as much as call, you know, I know no black man wants to get, and we clearly tell from the tape that they're black. Yeah, no compassion at all. None. And I know that nobody black wants to get involved with the police and call them police. But you know what? Even for his family, you could have just did an anonymous call and said, there's a body in that lake, you know, so you could get a proper fucking burial. It took him days to find this man. Yeah, that's horrible. I was driving across a bridge and I seen these two little kids with a brick in the bag. And I'm like, fuck, I hate calling the cops, but I got a call because br- underneath the bridge is the highway. So obviously the intention was to throw the brick off the bridge onto a car on the highway. Now, wasn't a, couple of... yeah, go ahead. wasn't a couple of years ago somebody murdered somebody doing that? Yes, yeah. Uh, fell into uh, straight through their windshield. Yes. You, I think it was someone used to a bowling ball one time. And I was like, you don't understand the uh, weight of a bowling ball dropped at the velocity from the bridge, what that would do to a car. Mm. And if it goes through your windshield, 
nine times of ten, even if it goes to the passenger side and no one's on that side, just the sound alone is going to make you lose uh, control of your car probably. And then you don't know what kind of pile up from there. Yeah, people are insane. No compassion, no empathy for other uh, human beings. Yeah, I mean, for now, these guys to laugh. You don't have to jump in the river to save him. But at least call. Yeah, yeah and I understand. I kind of understand. It's not going to be in everybody's makeup to play hero, but you don't sit there and laugh. I mean, they were saying cruel shit as a soul was leaving a body. Yeah. You know, a soul was leaving a body. It's a, a real live human being. You know, we we are uh, we're pretty fucked up people right now. This planet, compassion. You said the right word. The, the key word is empathy. There is it, empathy is lack. Everything is a everything's a fucking YouTube video. Uh, nobody gives a rat's ass because somebody's yeah. gonna get hurt. I, I'm sure you've seen these videos. Just drive by dunking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's eventually somebody's gonna come out of one of these houses, be angry as hell, see some strange kid just come on his fucking yard. And you know what? Say it's one of these uh, stand-your-ground states, and it's it's a racist, and he don't like you, and a brother just runs to his front yard, and he says, fuck that, man. And pow! Yep. You know, YouTube pranking. I mean, this just seems innocent. Until so- prank your friends. Don't prank random strangers in the street. Right, and don't come on people's property that you don't belong on. Yeah, and don't touch, if you are pranking a stranger, don't touch them. Yeah, now think about this. If you see these drive-by Duncans, I notice one thing in common in most of them. There's always cars in the driveway. That means there's people home. Oh, yep. Suppose you're spooking somebody that don't want to be spooked. You don't know what their life experience is. Shit, they could have just recently been, PT. they might have PTSD. They could be a yeah, fucking they, meth head. They could have just had something traumatic just happen to them. Yeah, and now, you know what? I just seen a big black dude with no fucking shirt running on my property like a, a lunatic. I didn't notice he had a ball. I, I thought he was going to rob me. Mm-hmm. I thought the next thing he was going to do was kick in my screen door. So I put him down. I shot him through the door. Now, there's one thing that's going to be... One thing good that did happen this week, and I hope something comes of it, some congressmen actually said that they want the FBI to review what the fuck Ivanka Trump's uh, security clearance is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let's see if that goes anywhere. Also, the uh, our president told his, the, what the, the inspector that they, he should have to look into the Trump finances. Like, dude, you're the president of the United States. What do you mean? You're being investigated. So we should look into your finances. Yeah, if you clean, you clean. Yeah, if you have money going to Russia, that's something that... uh We need to know. Yeah. This guy's a fucking idiot. Oh, the yeah, they, you know, that family. whole family. It's, it's, it's I think amazing. Trevor Noah said, said it best. Trump is acting what people thought the first black president Obama was going to be. He said, everyone thought, 
Obama, who's going to move his entire family into the White House. Trump basically moved his entire family into the White House. Now he's going to be, people thought Obama's going to be late for meetings and stuff. Trump showed up like two hours late to a to a briefing. Who the fuck is he, Lauren Hill? <laughs> he's like, dude, come on. Like, oh my God, we got to deal with this for another three and a half years. Now, now, who I would like to give a big up to, man, before we get out of here, i like to give a big up to that Japanese first lady who fooled Trump into thinking that she didn't know how to speak English because the bitch just didn't want to talk to him. Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trump was yesterday, or day before yesterday, says, you know, the first lady of Japan, she was at, think about it, she spent a weekend at Mar-a-Lago, too, and he met her at that uh, G2, and he said, yeah. I couldn't speak to her because she doesn't even know how to say hello in English. Well, there's a YouTube video of this woman giving like a 10-minute speech in English. <laughs> so that night, this woman just was like, I don't like this fucking guy. I'm going to sit here and go, uh, uh, I'm out of my not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, Bonnie Santo, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Trump is out there. She he, he even says it. She doesn't speak English to the point where she doesn't even know how to say hello. So this woman act like she didn't even know how to say hi, which I think is pretty international. Just say no, hello. The laughing stop of the world right now. Yeah. It's, you know what? The only thing that's messed up about it, Net, is that it kind of feel that shit kind of trickles down, and it's a laughing stock on this whole nation. Yep. This whole nation. Man, before I close out here today, I'm just going to say that there is a UFC weekend. The, the main event should be a good good card. Well, the main event should be a good fight. Uh, Weidman is fighting Gaston, and they both – well, Weidman was the champ at one time. Gaston's always been an up-and-comer, but his fat ass can't always – he never seems to make weight. Maybe he'll surprise me Saturday night and actually make weight, and they'll have a good fight. No, no, I am all in for next week's fight. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we should have an interesting week of Jones and Comier. I'm sure the bombs will start dropping on that around tomorrow or or by Monday. Yeah, Dana should be back off of, of, of Connor's sack. Yeah, yeah, because these two guys just can't get along. So uh, they, yeah, they I, like I expect them to say some interesting things, some hateful things. And next weekend is a big one. Well, Ned, wrap us up, my brother. As always, folks, it's been a pleasure. You can find us on YouTube at Netboy. Please subscribe, comment, like, share. We definitely need those shares, so please subscribe and share at Netboy. On YouTube, and you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Netboy. Well, this has been another interesting show of our world. And this is Doc on behalf of Ned Boy and Doc. I'm going to tell you, like we always tell you, peace.